Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope right where you're at. Hope you enjoyed the message. There's nothing like the Lord's presence, amen? And you know, He goes where He's welcomed. Can I go ahead and preach before I preach? He goes where He's welcomed. And that's what worship really is all about. What we just did, that was for Him. So that we could welcome Him in this place because He'll show up right in the middle of your worship. Right in the middle of your praise. He inhabits the praises of his people. And church, I don't know about you, but I love you, but I don't come for you. I sure come to minister to you. But in the heart of hearts of each one of us, our desire should be to come into this house to worship him. And you're just a benefit. You're just a bonus. Because we sure love, I mean, it would be awfully boring if we were here by ourselves. You make church what church is. Church is not a building. Church is the people. You are the church. But you know, we could say that we welcome him and we worship him and we certainly do. But we cannot really say we, we welcome him if we do not welcome his word. And now as I transition into this moment in our service, now where we want to welcome him through his word and through the declaring and preaching and proclaiming of his word. Because church, I want to show you today, his word is heavy. In fact, the Lord was all over this already this morning. I did not talk to Miss Tracy about the song choice for today. But that last song was all about honoring our Lord because he's worthy of honor, period. He's worthy this morning. And I want to talk about honor today, the principle of honor, the power and what happens when you and I understand what it truly means to walk in honor. And it all starts, church, with first understanding the importance of honoring God. What I'm going to share with you today, I believe it will help you right where you are. And I believe with what we share today, this would be helpful with where we are as a nation. Where is the honor? Do you know all that's missing today? Have you ever cooked something and you ate it and just something was missing? I mean, you know, we do that. I'm not a great cook, but I'll throw a little something on the grill every once in a while. But it's, it's just not the same if I was to throw some chick, uh, grilled chicken, bre- uh, chicken breast on the grill to make grilled chicken and just throw the grilled chicken on the grill by itself with no seasoning, no marinade. Come on. Same thing with a steak. We like ribeyes at our house. Hello. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We like, we like a good steak every once in a while. But if I would just throw that ribeye on, we go to Sooners to get our ribeyes, and if I would just throw the ribeye on the, ste- on the grill with, no, with nothing else, it'd be all right. But when you put seasoning, 
when you put a little marinade on that bad boy, and not just right before you put it on the grill, but let that thing marinate all night, overnight in the, in the fridge. Where is he going, Pat? Where is he? Susie, where is he going? Stay with me. I'm going somewhere today. But when something is missing, you can taste it. You just know something's missing. I'm here to tell you today, there's something missing. Something's missing in our culture today. Can I preach Pastor Jerry, our founding pastor, who we honor today? I'm talking about honor. Can't honor without honoring the man of God that started this thing 40 plus years ago with the Lord's help. Come on. Talking about honor today. That'll fit right there. I've only been honored to stand in this pulpit because I've honored the man of God who has stood in this pulpit since it began. But you know what? I believe there's something missing, and it's called honor. And you may think, well, is that really all in the Word? Can I tell you, it's all over the Word of God. It is a primary principle in God's Word. It is foundational and fundamental. Are you sure, Pastor Manny? Well, let me just show you real quick, and then we'll begin reading. I want to ask you to go with me to Mark chapter 6, but before we begin reading, the Bible talks about honoring God. The Bible talks about honoring our parents. I'm glad you came, teenager. This will help you today. The Bible talks a lot about honoring our spouse. Husbands, to honor our wives. Wives, honor your husband. Bible talks a lot about that. Just saw somebody put his arm around his wife. Somebody's listening. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. The Bible talks about honoring those in authority. Talk about some things that are just missing today, church. Come on. Honoring those in authority. Mom, telling you, mom talked about it this morning during the prayer over the children. I just love how the Holy Spirit works and goes before us, and he's already doing things that we don't even know about. I love that. We're supposed to honor those that are older than we are. Honor that gray hair. It's there for a reason. Somebody waving today. Yeah, it's in the Word. Is that in the Bible? Yes, it is. Honor those that are older than you. You know you're supposed to honor your boss? Those that are in authority? Are you sure? But he acts a fool. <laughs> honor is not their standard. Honor is our standard. We don't honor people because they are honorable. It's easy to do. Lost people do that. Lost folks that don't know nothing about what we're talking about up in here will honor somebody that honors them, will be good to somebody that's good to them, and it's good to do that. I'm not coming against that. But church, the Bible says to honor those, and it does not say to honor those that are honorable. It just says, in fact, I'm going to show you in the Word today, there's a verse that Peter said in the epistles. He said we ought to honor everybody, every honor all men. That includes that boss that acts crazy. Yeah. Honor all men. The Bible taught, watch this now. The Bible says we ought to honor our church leaders. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know that your ability to lead and walk in your divine calling in ministry is direct, it's directly proportional to how you are honoring those that are leading in their ministry? That he's placed to steward over you. I'm telling you, it's just, it's just some things that are missing. We're supposed to honor our government officials. 
And you know what? We see the exact opposite of that going on right now. And then it also says, parents, we ought to honor our children. It's all throughout the scripture. It's a principle, church. I'm not just come to get by another Sunday and just preach a sermon. I've come to give you a word from the Lord today. Mark 6, are you there? Will you say amen? amen. I actually, the Lord gave this to me, put, and I think it was prompted from what Pastor Craig talked about last Sunday, talking about the principle of, of favor, of honoring God and walking in God's favor. It's fundamental, and so is this. Mark chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. Are you ready? All right, I got two people ready. Here we go. Then he went out from there. I'm just kidding. Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed, followed him, speaking of Jesus. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. Listen to these words, please. Where did this man get these things I'm here to tell you there is weight on the word of God. The word of God is heavy. What do you mean, Pastor Manny? The word of God is valuable. It has a merit. It's of importance. It's heavy. That's what that word honor, actually the Hebrew word for honor means heavy, weighty, important. The word of God is important. And as it was coming out of, of Jesus' mouth, they were beginning to see that. Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, verse 2, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Why was he able to perform mighty works? Because the word of God, the words that came out of his mouth were heavy. They had importance. They had authority. They had power. They had the... See, when God speaks, here's what you got to learn. God does not speak just to communicate. God speaks. God spoke in his word to create. What do you need done in your life today? Can I tell you it's the word of God that's going to get that done? And not just the word of God, but your belief in the word of God. You understanding that the word of God is heavy. The word of God uh, is of importance. The word of God really can change your life. And we'll never stop saying that in this church. The word of God has the power and potential to change your life. And not just your life, but it can change anybody that'll just simply understand when God is speaking, the weight of the word. And so that was these people they heard. In fact, the Bible says they were even, these folks were from his hometown. Jesus was, he went back home. He was in his hometown among his own people. And verse three, here's where it kind of throws a little twist. Is this not the carpenter? They recognized him. They knew who he was, his hometown, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon are not his sisters here with us. Watch this. So the word, so they were offended at him. Why were they offended? Because they did not think that this word, this weight, this power, this authority was going to come the way that it came. This is, this is Jesus, the carpenter's son. Now watch what happens because of that. Jesus breaks it down right here in the very next verse. But Jesus said to them, and here is where we get the message for today. A prophet, I mean, you know that Jesus was a prophet. He was a priest and he was a king. He is a king. 
A prophet, the word of God, the spoken word. A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives and in his own house. The weight of the word, where you would have thought the weight of the word would have been received, it was rejected. And as a result, they were not able to experience the weight. You know, you talk about the glory of God. Where's the glory, Manny? The glory of God is when you and I understand the weight of God's word. What he's already said. I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for glory to fall. The glory has already fallen. He's already spoken his word. He's already said to you and I in his word what he's already established and his purpose for you. You and I just need to Bust out and begin walking in it. Believe it and receive it. Just understand the weight of the word of God that's already been spoken over you. He's already spoken healing over you. He's already prophesied over you. I don't need another prophecy. I sure love it and I thank God for when it comes. But this book right here is prophesying over me every day. The word of God is speaking over you every day. The word of God has something to say about every aspect of your life. But oftentimes we don't understand the weight of that. The, what do you mean, Pastor Manny? The importance of that. Oftentimes we choose to put our focus on the weight of our circumstances. It's heavy, Pastor Manny. Talking to somebody this morning, it's heavy, Pastor Manny. It's heavy. And I'm not making light of that. We go through stuff. But can I go ahead and prophesy to you this morning, the word of God is heavier than the circumstance or the situation that you're in. There's more power. Greater is he that is living in you, the living word. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He is greater than your circumstance. Yes, he is. That's the weight of the word, understanding just how significant, how powerful, how important the word of God is. But you see, they miss that. A prophet is not without honor except in his own country. What does that mean? Everywhere else he went, people received because they understood the weight. They understood the power. The Roman centurion is a perfect example. Check this out. Roman centurion. Did not know what the Jewish people knew. Roman centurion. But he knew what all he needed to know. The weight of the word of God as it was coming out of Jesus' mouth. The Roman centurion went to Jesus and said, my servant is about gone. My servant is sick. Can you heal him? And Jesus said, yes, I will. I'll go to your house and I'll heal. Matthew chapter 8, I'll heal him. Watch the weight of the word. Watch the Roman centurion's understanding of the weight of the word. You don't have to go to my house. I'm not even worthy for you to come to my house. He knew the weight of the word. He knew. Thank you, Father, for getting us just simply back to that understanding of just how heavy it is. Oh, do you feel a weight this morning? I believe it's the weight of the word of God. Just letting you know just how significant, not just the, if the word is significant, hear me, I'm just flowing right now. The word, if the word is heavy, that means it's because you're heavy. It's because what he has wants to put in you, it's because of the potential that you, you getting the word in you and walking in the revelation of the word of God concerning you and your calling, your future, your family, come on, your mental health. When you get a picture of 
of just how heavy the word is, it's because you got to understand, it's because of how heavy you are. What he will do. Your faith mixed with his word produces miracles. When you just understand the weight of the word of God, your faith with the word is what produces miracles. And you see where the, his own folk, country, his own people failed to see that. The Roman centurion said, watch this. Just say the word. He recognized the weight of what was coming out. Oh, you don't have to go touch my. Just say the word. The power is in the word. What do you need today? Speak the word. He said, just say the word. And I know, not I think. I know my servant will be made well. Jesus said, I got somebody that understands the weight. I got somebody that really does understand what I'm saying. The significance of my words that I've come. The words of life, the living word. That'll change, come on. Change that Roman centurion situation. He went home to a well servant. Give me a glass of tea. You all right? <laughs> Didn't have to go to that bed of affliction. Was up and serving, making dinner. You hungry, master? I got you covered. Because he went home, his servant was already healed. The Bible says at that same hour, as with the same hour as faith was released, Somebody, I'm just looking for somebody today that will understand the significance of the word of God concerning where you are right now. Oh, yes. The weight of the word, the value and the importance on God's word. You see, their lack of seeing that in Jesus' hometown kept them from experiencing that. He could do no, Bible says he couldn't heal nobody except a few. But the Roman centurion shows us. It's not because Jesus didn't want to. God's not mad at nobody in here today. He wants you well. He wants you whole. He wants you with a clear direction and path for your life. He doesn't want you wandering and, 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 and wavering and questioning. He wants you thriving. He wants you sure of the, what God's placed in you. He wants you walking in the power of his word. To know who you are and to know where you're going. That was the Roman centurion. I know you can do what you say you do. You can do. Jesus said, I've not seen this kind of faith in all of Israel. He said, go on, go back home. Your servant will be made well. And the Bible says at that same hour, all because... I want to speak over some things right now during this hour that we've been given. As the word went forth, miracles were produced. Don't wait till the end of the sermon to release your faith. Release your faith right now. God's already speaking right now. The spirit of God's already moving right now. Simply understanding that that's what's happening right now. And it's not just a three, one, two, threes, and I'll see you next Sunday. It's understanding the weight of the word of God. That you know what? He's been waiting for you to get here because he's had some things he's been wanting to say to you. He knows where you've been. 
Don't you love that when it just seems like the word of God comes right down your row? That should never make you feel uncomfortable or, 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 or that should make you get excited because he loves you like that. He knows what you need. He knows where you're at. Doesn't he? I want to show you another way real quickly. Matthew 13, 44, talking about honor. I shared this Wednesday night, and then I'm going to share a few more scriptures, and we'll be done today. Hallelujah. Matthew 13, 44, again, still, still the weight of the word now. It's not getting any lighter. It's still heavy because it's still the word of God. <laughs> the kingdom of heaven, these are words from Jesus, and he's beginning to break down what it's all about. Anytime he would say the kingdom of heaven is like, the kingdom of heaven is like, in fact, he said that a lot. Because there was something he wanted for his listeners to learn about the weight of the word. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. Which a man found and hid and for the joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and he buys the field. What was Jesus saying there? This is how the kingdom of God works. And this is what allowed the Roman centurion to access the very power of Christ, the miracle working power of our Lord and Savior. It's what allowed the Roman centurion to access that. And it's also what kept his hometown people from not accessing it. Because he said right here, the kingdom of heaven, the way God operates. Our pastor has taught us when it says in the word, the kingdom of heaven is like, what is the kingdom of God? It is simply Pastor Jerry's definition. He's still preaching when he's not preaching. Because he's done this right. He's taught us. He's trained us. And we've done it right. We've sat under his teaching. You know why I've been here for 25 years? After Cam and I got married? Because God didn't say go nowhere else. Been here for 25 years. You want to know why? He ain't said go nowhere. He didn't say leave. Never, I never heard him say leave. So that's why I'm here. So see, he did it right. But we did it right. By staying under the man of God, the teaching and the word of God. But what he would teach us all the time, whenever it says the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, that is simply put God's way of doing things. Just teaching today what God has to say, and what, how he operates. And he said the treasure, it's like the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. It's there, but it's hidden. It's covered. And the only people that are able to find it are those that are looking for it. And the only people that find it, watch this now, are those that are willing to invest into it. Miss Cammy ministered to me just this morning. She was getting ready. And she told me she was talking about that very thing. There's a cost to this thing. You cannot buy your salvation. So if you've been out there trying to work it and earn it and do all these, let me help you. The reason you cannot, you don't earn it or you can't, it's because it's already been earned. <laughs> he bought it. He paid for it on the cross. But the kingdom... Understanding the weight of the word 
and how and the significance and the importance of the word that'll change your marriage, change you. It won't change your marriage, sir, until it changes you. It won't change your marriage, ma'am, until you let it change you. But you see, that's it. That, that costs something. You got to invest. That's why we got folks that come to church because they invest in their time. The greatest investment you can make is investing in your time. The second greatest thing you can invest in is investing in your mind. We have a generation that is driven on entertainment. Just entertain me. Just entertain me. But we should have a generation that is thriving on education. Inform me. Help me. Teach me. That's why we come to church. We don't come to church to be entertained. We come to church to be informed. And once we are informed, watch what happens. When you begin to understand the weight of God's word... The information causes transformation. You don't stay the same. Because the weight of his word, the power of his word begins to work its way into those places in your life where it needs to. I'm preaching today, but I'm trying to contain myself. But the Lord is preaching through me today, and that's what I want. I don't want to preach. You speak through me today, Lord. These are your people, not mine. It's a treasure that's hidden. And see, that's what kept his own hometown from receiving all of him. Not just the little carpenter, not just Joseph's boy, but the very creator of the universe, the son of God. What kept them out of that? No honor. Whatever we honor in life, we can receive from. Whatever we dishonor, and that's really what we're dealing with today in our nation. Do you know the most popular television, television shows today are the most disrespectful and dishonoring shows that are out there? And they're the most popular? Just wanting to preach a real message today. See, because you got to call it what it is before you can speak to, before you can see change. We, we got to call it, for, we got we to bring it to the surface so that we can also bring the solution to the surface. I just don't want to give you problems. I want to help you with solutions to the problems. And it's simply put, it's not that we're bad people. This is the greatest nation on the face of the earth. <laughs> it's not that we're bad people. There's just some things that are missing. No honor. See, we'd rather throw dirt than cover somebody's dirt. See, when you honor somebody, you don't just honor those, come on, when they're honorable. I don't need you to honor me when I'm up here doing good and the Holy Spirit just flowing. I, I appreciate that, but I need you to honor me when I'm struggling up in here. Pastor Manny, you are, you're doing good, Pastor Manny. And I think that's probably what happened when I first started. Just stay, stay hang in there, Pastor Manny. You're going to be all right. What was that? That was honor. Because they knew I wouldn't be up here unless it was part of God's plan. <laughs> but I need you to honor me when I, 
not clicking on all. See, that's the key to a great marriage. Get ready for November and December on Wednesday nights. You saw the advertisement up on the screen. Family Matters, November and December on Wednesday nights. All November and December, we're going to focus on the family. But can I just give you a little teaser today? The key to a great marriage is not honoring your wife when she's done something that's, that's honorable. Honor when she's blown it bigger than Dallas. Don't let nobody else know what she did. That's honor. You'll never hear me talk about my wife in this pulpit. You'll never hear me talk about my wife outside of this pulpit. You want to know why? Not because I'm perfect. Not because I know it all. Because I just simply understand honor. You won't hear me talking about you outside this pulpit. Why? Honor. And you see, this is a principle that it's there. And it's life-changing. But it's hidden. That's why. There's so much dishonor. Because we've just not come to the revelation of, wait a minute. This is important. This is, this is what God really talked about. Yeah, he did. And I'll show you a couple of other places. Ephesians 6. This is for all the young people in the house. Get ready because I'm about to help you out. I'm about to help a brother out. I'm about to help a sister out right here. Ephesians 6, 2, 3. And you've already heard it, but watch this. Watch the weight of it. If you'll receive it today. Honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with promise. Listen to the next verse. That it may be well with you and you may live a long life on the earth. You know, I've always heard that and I've always focused on, yeah, you honor your father and mother so that you can live a long life. I used to say it all the time. So you can live a long life. Well, hear me today. What good is it to live a long life if you don't live that long life well? If it doesn't go well for you. Some of us here today, hear me, it's not going well for you. <laughs> not just teenagers, adults alike. You're living long, but are you living well? What causes us not to just live long, but live well? Honor. You see that? honor. What do you mean, Pastor Manny? Young person, hear me. I'll be the first to tell you. I'll be the first to bring revelation into your life to let you know your parents are not perfect. The Bible did not say, Paul did not say, honor your, your mother and father if they're perfect. It just says, honor your father and mother. Here's why. Because what comes out of their mouth is important. You may not think so right now, but can I help you? The older you get, the older you get, the longer you live, you're going to see just how smart your parents really were. Oh, yes, I'm preaching. Whether you amen me or not, I'm preaching. This will help you. Again, getting back to my main point, understand They're not perfect. They try. I try. I've messed up. I'm not perfect. But God's word is. Anything I've spoken and taught to them from this word is perfect. 
There's weight on that. You can build a life on that. That's why that's in the word. Young people, to honor your father and mother. Because when the word of God comes out of their mouth, there's weight. It has significance. It is important. It's of value. Now, here's where I want to get to that I talked talked to you about a little bit ago. 1 Peter 2.17. Be up on the screen. Watch this. Yeah, we have to honor God. Come on, hear that. You can't really honor your husband. You can't really honor your wife. You can't really honor your children if you've not first come to know what it means to honor God. I can only honor my wife because I've honored God first. I can only love my wife because I've learned the love from God. I love her with the love that he's shown me. Same way with my kids. I love my kids only because of the love I've received from the Father. He taught me how to love. He'll teach you how to love. Maybe you had parents. Can I say this? They were not very honorable. They were not very loving. In fact, they were very dishonorable. Can I tell you? That's why. I'm telling you about one who is honorable. The Father God, His Word. And you just have to allow His Word to penetrate those areas and understanding, wait a minute. My parents weren't perfect. My parents didn't help me a whole lot, but I know one who has. They weren't perfect, but God is perfect. God's word is perfect. 1 Peter 2.17, here it is. Honor all people. Do you know what that word in the Greek, that word all in the Greek, you want to know what that means? All. Honor all people. Honor all people. Why is that? Because there's a treasure in everybody. I just wonder if how many times we've missed a blessing, we've missed a move of God, We've missed a word from God because it was sitting in the same role we were sitting in at church, but we didn't see it. Therefore, we didn't honor it. Oh, that's... I'm teaching you today. It's simply understanding. That's why God said honor all people. And hear me today. That doesn't mean we honor... All time, all the time. It's not, it's not that we're honoring what they do. It's not that we honor their practices. I can disagree with you big time and still honor you. We got to hear that today. What happened to the days that we could agree to disagree? Put me on CNN. I'll say that. Nobody else wants to say it. I'll say it. What happened to the day where we could just agree to disagree? What happened to the day when we could be professional and not vicious? What happened to the day that we could just carry ourselves with some dignity and respect for others, for all people? Why is that? Because there's a treasure inside of there. 
And sometimes we don't honor, therefore we don't access. You know, you'll receive from people the way you perceive people. And that is what I believe. One of the reasons as I come to the end that God has placed this church here for such a time as this that we would come in this house and create a culture of honor. Because you know that's what Jesus did. Do you know being an honorable person, living an honorable life, living a life of honor is just simply being a Christian? (laughs) Once we understand the Word of God, once we're taught the Word of God, I'm just telling you today what it is to be a follower of Christ. Because that's what he did. He honored not just certain people, all people. Come on, how many times was he hanging out with the ones that nobody else wanted to? Why did he do that? Because he knew what a lot of folk don't know. There's some treasure in Zacchaeus. There's some treasure in that woman at the well. There's some treasure in the Apostle Paul. He wasn't always the Apostle Paul. He was a persecutor before he was a pastor. How many times do we write people off because all we see, I'm preaching, all we see is the dirt and we don't see the treasure. The key to a great marriage is understanding, yeah, there's some dirt, but you got to invest in the dirt in order to get the treasure. Let me say it like this. Paul said, 1 Corinthians 13, love bears all things. Please don't walk down the aisle with somebody that's not ready to do that. He'll bear the treasure. She likes that treasure. But is she, has she told you? Has he told you? I'm buying. I'll, because I love the treasure, because I love those attributes that I have, that you have, because I love the way you treat me, I've never been treated like that from anybody else. In fact, all I knew was the other. Because you treat me the way you treat me, I'm willing to buy your field. I won't let the dirt... Change the way I feel about your treasure. That's just a little teaser. Come back November and December uh, on Wednesday night. That was for free. Just a little promo for what's coming on Wednesday nights. It'll help you. Why? Because what I said had some weight. You heard it. Not because, oh man. It's just the word. And the word carries weight. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's life-changing. There's value in it. I'll show you one more place and I'm done. Proverbs 18.12. Thank you, Jesus. Before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty. There's another scripture in Proverbs that says pride comes before a great fall. Actually, it says a haughty spirit. 
But that's not this verse. Kind of tripped me up. It kind of sounded the same. Watch this. This is not talking. This is different. Before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty. Now listen to these words right here. And before honor, would everybody say that with me? Honor. That's what we're talking. Watch this now. What did the writer of Proverbs say? Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty. Now watch these next words. And before honor is what? What's the key? Just give it to me, Pastor Manny. I need some keys. I, I need something I can take with me and use this week. Here it is. How do you access, how do you walk in what I've talked about today? What's the application? How can I do it, Pastor Manny? Can you help a brother out? Here it is. Humble yourself. Why? Because that's the key to honor. And when you find honor, you find blessing. When you find honor, you find doors beginning to open for you that you ain't seen open. When you find honor, You don't just start living, but it starts going well with you. I want to speak that over you today. Gone are the days of just living. But we're going to live well up in this place. Long are the days of just living. Oh, would you? who receives that today? I felt that when I said that. Why did, why did ministers say that? Because <laughs> we're learning about the weight of the word. When something hits you, it hits you. Because the word has weight. Let the word hit you. Let the word help you. Let the word challenge you. Let the word speak to you. And what did he say before we close in prayer? If you want honor, you got to show honor. And you cannot show honor until you first humble yourself. In fact, the Bible says, humble yourselves in the sight of God. And then it says, and he will lift you up. In due time. I want to tell somebody, it's your due time. This is how you get to the next place. This is how you find real peace and fulfillment in life. How are you doing in the honoring department? If you would just be honest, Pastor Manny, I need a little help there. You know what? Hello, we all do. This message today for everybody. But here's how I felt instructed to close. Who in here needs to humble themselves? Oh, because well, I could have left it right there. I could have said, now go out and start, you know. But you can't. It won't change. It won't change. You'll go back to that same, same, just living. That was heavy. Just living. 
but not living well. Would you bow your head? I'm done. I just want to give somebody. No, no one is to feel embarrassed. No one. I'm not even going to have anybody come forward. I'm not even going to ask Miss Rebecca to come play the guitar. <laughs> Don't need the guitar for this today. We just need a decision. For those that need to. And if you are walking in humility, would you begin to pray for those that may be sitting around you that God is speaking to so that they can make that decision that you've made so that they can begin to see what happens when we truly begin to live a life of honor. So I just want to ask you, Pastor Manny, that's me. I've heard the word today. I'm not right. My heart's not right. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I know that is not the truth or you wouldn't be here. But I'm asking you today, already got folks lifting hands. Praise God. That just means we got some folks that are serious about what was spoken today. You don't need me to ask you to raise your hand. You don't need me. I'll do that. But if you mean business with God today, if he's speaking to you, if the weight of the word came your way today, the value and the significance of his word came right where you are, all you got to do is receive it. Take it in as just good instruction. Recognize the value and the weight and just simply say, that's me, Pastor Manny. Anybody else, just say that right now. Just say, I humble myself. Now, let's everybody say it together. But you know who you, you, know who you are if, you really, if you're saying this and it's really because you're responding to God's word today. But let's everybody say this today. Lord, I humble myself. I recognize today after hearing your word, honor is where it's at. And I cannot have honor. I cannot be honored if I don't first humble myself. You don't humble me. I humble myself. It's my choice. And I choose today because I understand there's some value to it. It will help me change areas that I've been trying to change. So today, I change. I humble myself. I repent from where I've been wrong. And I thank you for your forgiveness, for your restoration, for your hand on my life. And I thank you today that I walk out of here different, empowered, to live a life of honor, honoring you and honoring others. And I thank you for the fruit, for the change that it is producing in my life. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Can we give God a hand clap of praise? <laughs>